Good morning. Welcome to the Mr. Relevant Podcast. It is Tuesday, June 6th, and this is a very special episode because joining me on the line for the first time ever, it's my brother, Chris Mottram. Hey there. Here I am. Yeah. Uh, so excited to be here. First time ever. Where we're <laughs> Thank, actually thanks recording. for having me, brother. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I mean, it's your blog, too. Uh, it hasn't yeah. been your podcast yet, but I expect you'll take it over. No, that sounds like too much work. Clearly. Um, so we've been doing this for a couple of weeks. Most of that's been me talking to myself. We also had one other guest, Brad Parker, last week. Um, he he set a new record for most number of listens. Uh, so don't be intimidated by that. I'm sure you can top Brad's mark. I mean, I have no doubt that people like Brad Parker much more than they like us. So that that makes sense. Well, he was talking about the Stanley Cup Finals, Predators-Penguins. Um what I'd like to talk about today is Bryce Harper, and uh, not so much how he's playing and uh, you know what he did in San Francisco with Hunter Strickland, but all of the noise around his upcoming free agency, 16 months from now. Um, right. Last week there was kind of like a loose, a loose you know item that turned into a bunch of headlines. It was like Peter Gammon saying. He thought Bryce Harper was going to go to the Cubs or would want to go to the Cubs, regardless of whether they could afford him or not. And then today he was actually on another show and amended that to say, oh, no, I didn't really mean the Cubs. I was just kind of you know, putting that out there. And in the process of dispelling that rumor, he said that he thinks Bryce Harper will sign with the Yankees. So now there's that. <laughs> right. The absolute worst case scenario. Um, and that... That's fine. Like, I feel like while I'd love Peter Cammons, Peter Cammons is a total OG. I think he's just talking about this like anybody else would. And like the Cubs and the Yankees are, you know, big market teams that I bet Bryce Harper would like to play for. So they're kind of obvious. Um, what I found interesting was the ESPN story from yesterday quoting an anonymous ALGM saying that he would give Bryce Harper a 15-year deal or something in that in that range, which would be basically the longest contract ever. I think Giancarlo, Giancarlo Stanton got a 13-year deal. Um, and that he sees that deal being at least in the mid-30s, let's call it $35 million on average per year, and possibly as much as $40 million a year. Even, even, though, the, you know, the, even though he's talking about a long-term deal. Right. Um, those numbers, when you do the, the multiplication, which is difficult, I know. And you, you create a graph like you did on MrRelevant.com. Those numbers are like completely <laughs> out of step with anything that's ever been seen in sports. Right. Well, I mean, first of all, the, the really bad news here is that we have to hear about this for a year and a half. Because um, this is already like feeling like it's becoming a big story and... Like, no one knows what's going to happen. You know, everyone, it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, he'll go to the teams with the most money, the Cubs or the Yankees. That makes sense. Um, but it's going to get, like, you know, really old really fast. Um, to the point where, like, I don't know. I I care, obviously. I want Bryce Harper to stay a national, but it's like I have a hard time getting too, uh, too worked up about it yet. Um but I mean, the bottom line for me is like I want him to be a national. So I don't really give a shit. How? Wait, can we cuss? 
yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we're deregulated. Um, like, I don't really give a shit how much it costs, you know? Like, he's going to sign some absurd contract, whether it's with the Nationals or someone else, and everyone's going to be all pissed off, even though it's not their money. So, like, I might as well just have him on the Nationals. And I'm not going to be upset if they give him $35 million a year because that's what he's worth. That's the market value. It's like the same thing with Kirk Cousins. You know, people get upset that he's going to be, you know, one of the highest paid quarterbacks. But, you know, that's what he's worth right now. Well, I mean, so, I, I, I agree. I think there's that, there, that comparison stands up from a fan's perspective. What I don't understand is like the implications that it really has on the franchise and their ability to make subsequent moves. You know, like right. like when the when the Nats gave Jason Worth 126 million dollars over seven years, it was like, oh, this better work out because they're not going to be able to do anything else, or it's going to restrict Which it's, them. Yeah. It's so funny right now to think about like how when that happened, everyone thought that contract was like gargantuan, like the biggest contract. <laughs> right. And now that's like you know three years of Bryce Harper. Right. And not that not that they're the same player, but you know. Anworth has like surprisingly lived up to that dollar amount in terms of the value that he's given to the team. It's, it, I think that was unexpected. But then you also like with Max Scherzer got thirty million a year for seven years, and everybody thought he was awesome. He was like fresh off of the Cy Young in Detroit, but that was a ton of money. I mean, two plus years in, it's like Max Scherzer is basically priceless, you know. And it hasn't handicapped, or at least it hasn't seemed to you know, handicap them much in terms of signing other guys. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that's where it's different. Like, you know, and with the Redskins, Kirk Cousins, you, you know, you have to consider like the salary cap and the implications that has, but like with baseball, they can just give them a shitload of money. <laughs> and if the team keeps being really successful as it has been, you know, the team's going to keep making a lot of money. So, you know, I don't, Obviously, there's a ceiling at some point as to how much money they can spend, but I don't see giving him a massive contract as you know hamstringing them from making other moves down the line. What, what, what's scary about a baseball deal like this is, like, say, you give you know a hundred and twenty-five, hundred fifty million dollar contract to Cousins, and he's like the richest quarterback ever, or whatever. Only like half of it's guaranteed, and you can basically cut bait like a few years in with you know relatively minimal loss. With a baseball contract, if you give Harper like a 15-year, $600 million deal, you're going to have to pay that dude until he's 40. It's going to run right. into the 2030s, like, you know, probably later with deferred money. It's just an inc- It seems like it's so incredibly risky that even though I love watching him play, I don't, I, I'm kind of conflicted on, like, do I, would I actually want my team to invest 10 plus years 30 maybe 40 million per year to just one guy yeah but i mean what you have to consider is like somebody's going to give him that money like somebody's going to be paying bryce harper 30 to 40 million dollars when he's 40 years old (laughs) most likely yeah um and you know bryce harper is an absolute god unlike any baseball player ever created so you know it's it's not inconceivable that he could be a great player at 40 um not likely, but, uh, you know, if you're going to, somebody's going to pay him that money. So if you want him to stay a national, that's, you know, that's what the deal is. So I don't know. I like it's, it always comes, I know it's an overly simplified thing to say, but like, it's not my money. 
Like, the bottom line for me as a fan is I want to see Bryce Harper playing on the Nationals for as long as possible. You know, same thing with like, like Kirk Cousins. I don't, I didn't intend to keep coming back to Kirk Cousins, but <laughs> it suddenly makes sense in my mind. Um, <laughs> like, I think I'm just more upset about Kirk Cousins than Bryce Harper. Um, but like, you know, as a fan, I want Kirk Cousins to stay on the team because the team is better with him instead of restarting with whoever the hell their court- next quarterback would be. So like, as a fan, I want them to pay him the money so I can watch a good product on the field. It's the same thing with Bryce Harper. Like, it's not my money. I want them to give it to him <laughs> so that he can stay on the team, you know, on the red laundry that I like to root for instead of being on the Yankees, and then I would have to hate him forever. Right, yeah, I don't want him to be dead to me for the next 15 years. <laughs> I want him right, to be and you know, it, uh, honestly, like, if he was a Yankee, God, you know, we would fucking hate yeah. Bryce Harper. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe not now that he's been a national and I've grown to love him dearly. Um, if he went to the Yankees, maybe I could be like sort of neutral on him at this point. But if he like came up through the Yankee system, we would have, we would despise him. Like I understand people that despise Bryce Harper. Of course. Yeah. He's, he's totally one of those guys. You love having him on your team. And the thing about his age and like, I don't I mean, it's not, it's not out of step to give, huge contracts to baseball players in their late 30s up to 40 years old. I mean, if you look at the beautiful chart that I made on MrRelevant.com, like Miguel Cabrera, Albert Pujols, Robinson Cano, A-Rod, like all these other guys who got 200 million plus contracts, those contracts ran until, or are still running until they're like 40 years old. Oh yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of guys that are gonna just keep getting paid when they are absolute garbage. Prince Fielder, like <laughs> already, <laughs> yeah. It, like, isn't there something that every year I think Deadspin or somebody writes about, like Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid? I think he's getting like a million a year into the twenty thirties or something like that. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's just how baseball contracts are. It's ridiculous, but you know. Well, the thing though that worries me about Harper, relevant relative to those other guys, like pretty much everyone we just mentioned, they were all awesome for prolonged periods of time. And Harper, when he's awesome, is the best. I mean, 2015, he was the best player. Better, better than Mike Trout, I think. Uh, this year, he's pretty much the same as he was in 2015. But the other four years, four full seasons of his career, I think that's right, four full seasons, he was, like, just kind of good, you know? Right. And I, I'm, it's like, which Bryce Harper are you going to get? Are you, I would certainly hope that it's this MVP Bryce Harper and not the like above average Harper. And I guess there's like logic to that, given that the five plus seasons he's played were his ages 19 to 23 seasons. Like he's right, he was, so he's playing young. Right, these are guys are normally in the minor leagues. Like, yeah. you know, most, most guys his age, this is like their first or second season in, in the big leagues. I think he was in his fourth year until he faced a pitcher younger than him. Yeah. And like Bill Barnwell had that great stat that Aaron Judge Here's like, you know, huge newcomer yeah. for the Yankees is actually older than Bryce Harper. <laughs> it's insane. And significantly bigger somehow. I guess, um, I, I guess like you're, you're saying, like, it's getting annoying, all this contract talk. To make another Redskins comparison, like, it, it's the contract discussions with Bryce Harper only seem relevant when he's at the top of his game. 
Like you only really heard about it a lot back in 2015 and after the 2015 MVP season. And now you're hearing about it again because he's playing like an MVP. I don't think you hear much about it if he's falling off. So it's probably a good thing, much like the Redskins. Like you don't really hear about the name controversy when they're bad. You hear about it, <laughs> right. when, you hear about it when they're good. Like, so you kind of, I think these are two things you actually want to be hearing about. Um, well, no one ever wants to hear about the name controversy. <laughs> I, I mean, I want, it, I want the name to change. I don't really want to right. hear about it. I want it yeah. to change and let's be done with it. Yeah. Uh, it brings out the dumbest fucking idiots. But anyway, that's <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Um, no, but yeah, the other years Bryce also had injury issues, and I think he's had a lot of like yeah. kind of undisclosed injury issues, which also doesn't help the case for giving him a you know, 14 year contract or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, like they could also consider, you know, resting him more. It seems like, and not because he was suspended for punching a dude in the face. Um, like they're 11 and a half games up right now. Yeah. You know, odds are they're going to like walk away with this division. It seems like it would make sense to give him more time off. Like, especially with, you know, last year he kind of had these lingering injury issues that caught up with him at the end of the year. You know, maybe they, or they could just like bench him for the rest of the year, like until October. And then his numbers will be like really shitty. <laughs> and they'll be like, look, you don't just. Home runs. <laughs> right. We can't justify this contract. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's also you, every time you put Harper on the field, you're at risk of him getting hit with a fastball for a home run he hit three years ago. Like, you just never know. Yeah. Um, no, but he also seems to be the type of player. I mean, he's, he's, it seems like he's pulled back on the kind of recklessness that he played with earlier in his career, like running into walls and whatever. Um, but he's still but he's still doing like, things like he's, charging them out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think right. he can necessarily, like, pull, like, reel himself in. So that might be a good idea to sit him on occasion to help him with that stuff. Yeah, I mean, when you're 11 and a half games up, I don't know. I, I, there's also probably something to be said for, like, playing every day and you get out of your, you know, whatever. Um, if you're sitting on the bench, you get a lot of whack and you have to find your swing again and whatever. Whatever it is athletes do, I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, so I I don't know. Um, anything else about Bryce Harper? Um, I had another thought. On, oh, no, the, uh, along the lines of like him being able to like ratchet down how he plays, it's just like it, when you watch him play, it feels like everything he does is extremely intense and almost like violent. Like yeah. just the way he swings a bat right. hurts me to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, my entire back would just explode if I swung anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it just feels like a guy that plays at that level every single day, like stuff's going to start to build up a little bit, but well, it's, you know, you know, you know well, that bring, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause it kind of brings up like a, a thing that doesn't often seem to get mentioned, which is that Manny Machado is also going to be free agent. And if you were going to make like a 10 year investment in one of those two guys, like take put away all of like the star power and like how much product they're going to move and any sort of other like off the field factor. Which guy would you rather have? Yeah, it's that is very difficult to say. I mean, Manny Machado gives you so much more on defense. Yeah. But uh, he also gives you a little bit more crazy. <laughs> um, He's got his own baggage. 
Yeah, although I love his baggage too. I don't know. He's another guy that I, I, I would probably despise if he wasn't on a team that I right. rooted for. Yeah, yeah. You see that with Boston. Um, yeah, I would probably just just on the field if I was having a bet. Like if you were to say like who's going to have the highest war over the next ten years, I would say Machado. Just because he yeah. seems to get hurt less, he seems he's having a kind of a down year this year, but like year over year, his production all around seems higher. Um, he's probably also going to get, if he wants it, if he wants the long-term deal, like a $400 million plus contract. Right. Um, Maybe him and Bryce could both be on the Yankees. <laughs> both be on the Yankees. <laughs> and our glory days of like the early to mid-2010s will be over. <laughs> but just realize how great it was, how, how good we had it. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it was as good as D.C., sports fans can hope for which is they made the playoffs and that's it all right brother well i hope i hope you can find the time in your schedule to join me on the phone again for another one of these podcasts it's a very very busy schedule right now uh, um i have a lot going on actually there's a cat fighting a snake outside of off my deck right now are you serious <laughs> I'm dead serious. You serious, Clark? Um, okay, I'm gonna let you go so you can get that on video. Uh, dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed this. And my advice to everyone listening on this would be to enjoy our remaining days with Bryce Harper, no matter what occurs. <laughs>